Welcome back to The Zero Podcast, where we talk about lifting, coaching, and more. You can learn more about Zero by going to www.zero.com.au. That's Zero with a W. We are also proudly sponsored by Establishment Coffee. Head to establishmentcoffee.com.au. Use the code 025 for 25% off and free shipping. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. That's what all the cool kids say. And if you're on Spotify, hit that five-star review. We love it. Enjoy the show now. All right. While you guys look for a quote, I'm going to kick it off uh, with the quiz because Tombo is going to China <gasps> in T minus three hours. Do we just yell out the answers? Um, like you can time? if you want. Is all it right. a China quiz? It is. Okay. I hope none of you read the answers. No, I, I didn't. didn't. I didn't. Mig, do you think you've got the upper hand here? Oh, I don't know. I tried to make them ones that you won't be able to answer. It depends on the kind of question, so. All right. What is, question one, what is the official name of China? People's Republic of China. Meg, one nil. Nice. Question (laughs) number two. Communist over here. (laughs) (laughs) What is the capital of China? Beijing. You just going to all have one point. Peking. Okay. Um, Question number three. What is the national sport of China? Judo? No. Ping pong? Yes. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Table tennis? Yes. Ah, oh, mother effer. <laughs> 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 judo, is, uh, judo might be the national sport of Japan. Okay. Uh, yeah, apparently judo uh, in Japan, nationals, is uh, the quality is higher than the Olympics. I should have known that because yeah, judo is not a Chinese word. Yeah. <laughs> Judoka. Uh, all right. So China, it's fucking humongous. How many time zones are there in China? Uh, three. I'm going to say Seven. five. Final answers? Yeah. There is one. Oh. oh. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, crazy. That's cool. Really cool. How? Because it's on the equator. I'm not too sure. Is it on the equator? It's on the equator. No, it's definitely, it? not, it's it definitely goes, not in Ecuador. I, it goes wide <laughs> rather than long. <laughs> <laughs> Um, was that really that funny? <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> I know Tom Bro will laugh at like real stupid jokes. <laughs> so I know we'll like that one. All right. Uh, you guys all minus a point for that one. Ah. All right. What were chopsticks originally used for? Oh, Something to do with gardening? Nope. A weapon? Nope. Uh I don't know. Picking your nose. Nope. Ri- writing of some form? No, no, no. You guys are looking way too deep into this. Eating. Close. Cooking. Yes. Ah. All right. How many people in China live in caves? You want a specific number? Give me a range. Uh, 10 million. Nope. Thousands. <laughs> no. uh, nope. <laughs> 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 Hundreds. <laughs> uh, two million. Nope. That's not definitely not two million. Like fifty. Million? No. Why is well, that? What's less than fifty million? Thirty-five million. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh! What? <laughs> I love those videos when people guess the answers of things and get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, 35 million people in China wow. live in caves. That needs a fact check. Crazy. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh. This better not come up with These that. are your people. <laughs> yeah, you know those videos that say uh, fact checkers uh, have... <laughs> yeah, blocked on Facebook. <laughs> All right. 
I wonder if it's like caves, like you know how they have in Cooper Pedy, the hottest town in Australia. They live underground, but it's like full houses with you know like lounges and beds and everything. It's just underground. Mm. Look, I'm I'm going to guess the answer to that is no. <laughs> Why? It was China. <laughs> This is the same country (laughs) that starved like a huge percentage of their population to death. Mm. Wait, be careful. You're going there. (laughs) They might be listening to this. CJ, cut that out. (laughs) All right. How many Chinese people live abroad? 35 million. No. (laughs) Up. Uh, Ah. 200 million. Nope. 100 million. Less. 80 million. Less. 70 million. Less. (laughs) 60 million. Less. 50 million. Yes. Yeah. Wow, well, Meg, how'd why, you get that? Why did none of you guys, you guys could have intervened and stolen the answer just then? You're like the, the guy in that meme, more. More. <laughs> all right, they're my, uh, they're my uh, questions. Oh, nice. they kind of all tied. Mm, we'll call it a tie. But technically, you know how I had minus one for when yeah. you lost the point? Okay. Meg, you literally lost five points just then. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> You Plus did. five to gain one back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. What are your quotes? Um, I'll do mine first because it's um, right here on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's from – well, can I give background to why it's my quote this week? Of course. Because we watched Batman on the weekend, the one with Robert, Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. And the, the evil guy, the villain who plays the Riddler, is in this movie that I really like and it kind of reminded me of how much I love this movie. It's called Little Miss Sunshine. And the quote is by the character Dwayne, who plays the Riddler. And it's, you know what? Fuck beauty contests. Life is one fucking beauty contest after another. You know, school, then college, then work. Fuck that and fuck the Air Force Academy. If I want to fly, I'll find a way to fly. You do what you love and fuck the rest. Yes. I've so never good. heard Meg swear more. There's a lot of F-bombs in there. I've never Same. heard Meg swear. Damn. You know, I thought of that the other day. I was like, does Meg swear? You know, sometimes when you just think. I thought that, like, literally this week or last week. Really? What the hell? Yeah, I thought it was. I'm like, week. I don't think I've ever heard Meg swear. I wonder can, if she does. Can confirm. <laughs> I do, just not that much. Okay, you're going to have to help my pronunciation here. Okay. I looked up a Chinese quote. Mine is. Can I see? That's not a quote. That's not a quote. Like, don't. That means don't not do not die. Which means if you don't do stupid things, you won't end up in tragedy. Oh, nice. Kind of like saying don't poke the bear. Ah, quite literal. Yeah, nice. I got a real basic one, but it's life isn't as serious as your mind makes it out to be. It was to do with life. Mm. Um. <laughs> all right, yeah, that's Just good. all cosmic worms <laughs> on a rock, destined for nothing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, mine is um, when you compete, losing is not an option, but being defeated is. Mm. Mm. You can't help losing, it's competition, but you can help whether you, uh, you're defeated or not. That's like every 18 to 21-year-old woman who goes through a breakup and then puts on their story... <laughs> Win or learn. <laughs> <laughs> there's always less. There's blessings and lessons. <laughs> All right. Someone who tries to do fake tanning on the weekend as a as a career <laughs> winner. Start my business. Win or learn. Never lose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what are you guys grateful for? I'm grateful for my job because I get the best of both worlds. I can do 
coaching and helping people and then I can um, really, really push my love for training on the other side. And it allows me to do things like drive Thomas to the airport at midday on a Wednesday. Nice. Mm -hmm. Very good. Just for the record, I appreciate the hustle uh, for anyone. So appreciate Meg's hustle. But appreciate if you are doing fake tanning on the weekend as a side hustle. I think that's fucking cool. So ignore my comment earlier. Mm-hmm. I, no, I, you said that because that's a very common one you see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I understood that. I didn't see it as I'm that. making fun of the quote, not the career choice. Mm. Uh, which is probably equally as bad. Anyway, stop myself digging myself. <laughs> uh, I'm going with what did I learn this week? And I learned that after a certain time at Coles, the chickens become $1.20. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I know this because Meg's mum called and said, I'm three minutes away and I have lots of chicken. <laughs> and then she pulled in with 12 chickens. These are the hot roast chooks. Yeah. yeah. But you'd have to go there at the right time, yeah. right? Because otherwise they'd just sell out. It, it was yeah, about it was like 8.30. 8.30. 8:30. Wow. Same with sushi joints. Get there at the right time. Oh. Yeah, that was the best thing. I worked at a Terry White pharmacy in a shopping mall growing up. And like when you shut the pharmacy, you walk to the food court and all the Chinese food is like mm. up on the thing, buy three for 10 bucks. I don't mind if I do. <laughs> uh, just before I say what I'm grateful for, me and Bridget are opening up our fake tanning business this weekend. Yes. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. Okay. Um, I am grateful for uh, the weather. Yeah, it's so nice. Mm, we've had some horrible weather over this Christmas period. So I'm grateful for the sun at mm-hmm. the moment. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's a slap in the face to Mackay. They're about to be hit by a massive oh, cyclone. Oh, they? In Cairns yeah. as well. No, yeah, again. Like to a bad Today, one. tomorrow, yeah. Fuck. Oh, wow. What a nightmare. Yeah, I was just speaking to a Khan on the phone before. He's like battening down the hatches. No. Mm. Oh, like real bad. Like a tornado, right? Oh, cyclone, yeah. Cyclone? Mm. Okay. Crazy. What about you, Bridget? What am I grateful for? Mm-hmm. I am grateful for how long I've been able to get away with paying cheap rent. It's mm. My time has run out now and they've put my rent up and it's about the same as what everybody else would be paying for did my you, apartment. Did so you fight back? Yeah, I did and they put it down by like 20 bucks. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's better than nothing. Yeah, that is better than nothing. It's $1,000 across the year. That is true. Mm. Yeah. But no, now I'm paying normal rent prices as of this year. So yeah, I was grateful for cheap rent for a long time. Very nice. I, I just realised I screwed up anyway. The what have I learned is in place of what have we been up to this week, not the grateful. I still have to do a grateful. Uh, oh, yeah, you yeah, do. So I'm grateful for Tim and Sherry. They're our um, uh, they're our people in China that look after us. They're our Chinese mum and dad, and uh, they like we we go over there. Daniel and I are going today. We go over there with absolutely nothing organised or planned because it's quite hard to do in China if you if you don't have a Chinese ID or Chinese passport. It can be hard to book hotels and get around and buy things. So they do everything and then just bill us at the end of it, uh, which is cool. We just show up. And, uh, yeah, they've become like family to us. So grateful nice. for them. Very nice. You do a great impersonation of Tim. <laughs> Tim's the best. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys learned anything this week? Mine's uh, the chickens. Um, or what have you been up to? Ooh. I'll hit you with what I've learned. Go. I've learnt that me when I used to buy coffee every morning, and if I was, uh, it was the reason why I was buying coffee every morning, I was just looking for that dopamine hit. Mm. ADHD. Mm. And then now I've been making it every morning. I'm like, I didn't need that. Mm. Yeah, I get excited to come to work and make my little yeah my little instant coffee. Been on my four dollar Aldi instant coffee. Nice. Yeah. So that's what I've learned. Oh, so you mean the dopamine was from purchasing the coffee mm. out, not the actual yeah. coffee Even itself. little things like 
uh, me and Bridget sometimes out of uh, laziness or convenience will just eat out. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, you get a little dopamine hit, but then it's like, that was shit. What a waste mm. of money. Yeah, okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what I've learned this week. Nice. That's a good one. Um, I'll say what I've been up to. We watched a bunch of – we watched The Iron Claw on Sunday and then – was it Batman on Saturday? Is that what we watched? Yep. And then started watching Love on the Spectrum Season 2. So good. Wait, what did we watch on Friday? What was that called again? Oh, When Evil Lurks. The, yeah, that, gore movie. that was that was pretty yeah pretty cool. Yeah, it was a really good weekend of watching things. So we watched mm. that horror film, and then Love on the Spectrum, Batman, and Iron Claw. Do you know what Iron Claw is? No. Nah. Do you, CJ? I think you guys would really like it. It's about the Von Erich brothers, who are like one of the most famous wrestling families. Yeah, OG wrestlers. Oh, what like pro wrestling? Like Ye- like yeah. WWE wrestling? Oh, cool. cool. Yeah. Like yeah. pre, this is in the um, Ric Flair era. Oh, mad! Yeah, so mm. R- Ric Flair's in it quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Ric Flair. It's it's a very like it's a dramatic. It's a it's a a very sad and good story. Did we watch something else about Ric Flair? Not that long ago. Oh, I can't remember. Probably. Mm. I think it was just a YouTube little doco. Yeah. What have you been up to, Gidge? Um. Not much, but I learned that I'm not the boss of my house anymore. My cat is. Barry. <laughs> it took me 20 minutes to get him out of my bathroom sink. Why don't you just yesterday. turn the tap on? Well, I'm not that cruel, but then I turned the tap on and he jumped back up and then he started playing in the water. Aww. So that didn't bother him at all. When life throws you lemons, <laughs> you make lemon juice. That's what Barry did. All right. Oh, Barry. Sorry, this podcast is a little bit all over the show because we're on a little bit of a time crunch. Um, <clears throat> did you guys see the topics? I no, I got avoided Thomas looking at to the read thing. them to me. I did, earlier. but I forgot them all. All right. Um, so the first one is I'm gonna. Uh, the first one is if squat, squat bench, and deadlift weren't options for you, whether it be injury, injury or equipment limitations, what would you s- substitute them for? They're don't not, look. Don't. <laughs> they're not options to me <laughs> because <laughs> of limitations. <laughs> so. Like, can it still be a squat movement? Yeah, can it be a variation? Yeah, like yeah. Can I go on the power so, squat? So you don't have to look at it through like a powerlifting coaching lens either. So like the outcome isn't to be better at squat bench deadlift. Like the outcome is just to be, you know, you can look at it. Just for hypertrophy. train legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Work, For whatever reason, strength mm. or hypertrophy or, yeah. Yeah. I do a lot more single leg variations, I think. Because yeah. I have more energy left over for it. I don't know, I'd hit Bulgarian split squats a lot more, I reckon. Mm-hmm. So is, let's say Is that a true replacement though? Like, No, probably not I'd, be, I'd, I'd like go on leg press a lot more No, no, so let's just say um, I thought you hate leg press I do hate leg press But I do what I have to do So, no, 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 no. I think we're <laughs> That's such a lie Anytime <laughs> I'm like, let's do leg press Can we please not do leg press? I have never said, can we not do leg press? I just talk about my hate for leg press But I always do it I think I it's the cause of it. all my injuries no, and problems No, I said that's <laughs> fixing my injuries uh, and my problems Oh uh, and then Bridget doesn't does one session without you, and she's like, "I'm injured again." <laughs> uh, that what is about you also guys? untrue. Probably like. a squat machine. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think the pendulum squat is just the most awesome squat variation. So much yes. fun! It I really fun. like the power squat, but um, you can go quite heavy on it. And I sometimes wonder if like what you get out of it isn't worth just like the fatigue because you can go quite hard. 
kind of like um you know the belt squat you can, yeah, you go can really, load really, it right up you load it right up and you probably don't get as yeah. much out of it mm-hmm. as if um if you were to do like a leg press belt squats are really easy one to fuck up you mm-hmm. see so many people that are really uh you know really advanced in their training that still screw up a belt squat and don't do it properly mm-hmm. if you can like uh, and i'm only talking about our one if you can put on like 10 25s aside you're just doing it wrong mm. Yeah, you have to stand right over it. See people doing like little good mornings and then they've got the yeah, clip all the way at the back. right back into it. Hip shoot back. Their knees don't trail forward at all. Mind yeah. you, I mean like use the machine however you want. Mm. When I see that happening, uh, I just think, gee, you're going to have to unload a lot of plates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you could get the same sort of stimulus by just changing your position, clip the thing a few holes forward. It's just, you're just making it hard for yourself when it comes to loading and unloading. But I mean, that's what the machines are there for. Use them however you want. Mm-hmm. Just be prepared to be made fun of on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, James? What are you going to go for? I'm going to say the hack squat or the leg press. Yep. Hack squat. So the only reason I'm saying hack squat is because of old school, like Tom Platt's videos. Yeah. When he used to hammer the hack squat and go like full range and his was, they were awesome. But then I think the leg press is awesome just for building strength and muscle. Yeah. You can load it pretty heavy. You can take it through as much range as uh, possible without really... You know, some people lack the range on like a power squat machine or mm-hmm. they struggle to get to depth or whatever you want to call it. But on that, you can, uh, it's pretty easy to access a little bit more range. Mm. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah. I, it, if I look at it through the lens of like wanting to beat myself up in the same way as squats, as in like wanting to feel like I've been destroyed, I'd either go the power squat or if we're talking about like most gyms don't have access to that machine, I'd go hack squat. But I think if you're just asking me what my straight up substitution would be, I'd go pendulum as well. Mm-hmm. There's just something so humbling about it. Mm. Mm. Pendulum's awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't know. One thing I found out about the pendulum when I was like uh, doing stuff for my adductor, the pendulum was fine. It didn't challenge my adductor at all. Mm. But then leg press and like a goblet squat or a power squat Beats really it fucked it up. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. That's that's partially why I lean towards the pendulum as well. For me. With my hips getting worse and worse and worse, it's still one thing that I feel like I'm limited by muscles mm-hmm. rather than my hips starting to hurt or some nerve thing happening. Like I did leg press yesterday because I hurt myself doing deads last week and I couldn't squat properly yesterday. Uh, and I jumped on the leg press for the first time in forever and it just, yeah, it's, it was sort of initiating the same sort of issues that I get on squats. Whereas pendulum, I feel like I can just sit, I can go all the way down to the bottom and I can just beat myself up until my muscles can't do more. So I enjoy that. Why Why is it? Why is it? Is there any... I don't know. I think it's because the actual loading arc changes through the movement. Like if you look at a leg press or a hack squat or even a barbell back squat, you've kind of got a defined point, balance point where the load travels. Mm-hmm. Whereas that kind of shifts on a pendulum. Mm. You know, it changes from like the back of your foot to the front of your foot quite dramatic it's almost like starting in a back squat and then ending up in a front squat and then going back to a back squat if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um and it it just allows you to shift all that weight forward smash your quads but then also smash your quad uh glutes and hamstrings in the in the top range too Mm -hmm. i'm probably over analyzing this but that's what it feels like yeah because i said to um when i was doing some rehab with uh jordo the other week um i said to him yeah it felt good on the pendulum and he goes oh well yeah you probably won't feel anything on the pendulum Mm. go to a leg press and i did i was like okay maybe it's not that great yeah yeah, I just, I just thought that was similar. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, 
Well, that's, what, that's only squats. What about mm. what about bench and deads for everyone? Bench, probably like dumbbell bench. Or, or any of the machine chest press. Yeah. Um, can, does does like a feet up barbell bench count or is that too close to barbell bench? But too close, I reckon. Mm. Probably dumbbells. So just go really hard on dumbbells. What, what about you, Bridget? I was just saying machine chest press, but I guess it all depends on why you can't bench as well. When mm. I couldn't bench, it was because of my neck and I was doing flat back last and press and that felt fine. But is that allowed? Yeah, why not? Mm. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Tombro? Uh, I reckon... I reckon I'd probably go like a, a unilateral machine, like one of the hammer strength style machines we've got out there before a dumbbell press. That said, in my own training, when I cut out bench, I do dumbbells instead. Uh, but if I'm thinking like just a straight up replacement that feels a little bit closer to bench, I'd go the machine before the dumbbells because the dumbbells, you can change all the torque arrangements at your shoulders. Uh, with a machine, you can't really do that because you're stuck to the, the fixed handles. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go, me personally, I'm going to go uh, dumbbells. But I know so many people struggle with dumbbells. Mm. Like they're so strong and they can only uh, lift X amount of weight with dumbbells just because they struggle with the skill of getting them up. And That's me. Yeah. yeah, I still remember years ago when I was <laughs> trying to get you to do dumbbells and you just dropped it on your hip. Yeah. And it made a massive yeah. noise and you're like, ah. <laughs> Not much has changed. And then I think I saw you and Tombro do it the other week as well. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go dumbbells. Yeah, but I just really enjoy that uh, prime chest press machine. Prime machine's nice. Declan's gonna love that one for sure. For sure. For deadlift, ideal. Yeah, definitely, easily. I've gone home. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like any sort of deadlift replacement, any like posterior. I don't know. It's just become my least favorite thing. Stiff legs, RDLs, any deadlift variation basically at the moment hates me, so I hate it. Uh, but RDL for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm on team RDL for that one. I'm going to go trap bar. Oh, mm. yeah, that's a good one. Change yeah. Yeah, I just like it because it's so easy to uh, – it's a very entry-level exercise mm-hmm. that kind of replicates the skill of a deadlift. Mm. Like, you know, it's uh, they don't have to worry about the bar shifting in front of them. I can just say to someone relatively new to training, stand in the middle of this, grab the weight, the handle's in the middle, and just stand up with it. Mm. Mm. Very easy. Mm-hmm. See, for me, I'd rather take every trap bar in the world, melt it down, make nails, and then stick them in my eyes <laughs> than ever do a trap bar deadlift ever again in my life. I, I also think they're a, a very encouraging tool to use for like new lifters. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, because it's, you know, the low, when people get their first 100 kilo deadlift and things like that, which is pretty easy to attain on a trap bar. So I think uh, for new lifters, it's quite encouraging. Absolutely. It's enticing. See, sure. being able to lift numbers, they're probably not going to lift anytime soon on any other piece of equipment. Mm. Bridget, what are you going to say? I was saying RDL. Oh, you said for RDL sure. too. Hundred percent. Nice. All right. Um, this will probably be the last one. Well, we're kind of out of time. Yeah. But I had some questions I wanted to ask last week. I can't remember if they're still relevant or not, but I'm going to bring them up. This is like life, life stuff, not so much training stuff. If someone gave you a box of everything you've ever lost. What was the first thing you'd look for? Doesn't have to be what you've lost, like something you had and you no longer have. Like a physical item? Yes. Okay. What else would it be? Like a loved one? 
You can't put a oh. loved one in a box. That's a coffin. <laughs> well, I just wanted a clarification. <laughs> That's a coffin. Um, oh. I know what mine is. What? Charizard Pokemon card. <laughs> <laughs> that I bought for $120 at the Rickerton market. I spent my, I can't remember, birthday or Christmas money on it. $120. Do you know how much they're worth now? Yeah. yeah oh. You don't want to play that game. Mm. I said it to my parents. I think I've told you this. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. How good would that be if I could sell that now? I know. I can't think of anything. I haven't lost anything that I, I couldn't replace. Mine's a sad one, but I did lose a uh, a ring that my auntie left me after she died. I lost oh. it on an airplane oh. on the way back from Europe. And I made all the staff search for it and we never found it. Did you take it off? No. So it I'd... Um, it was getting a bit loose because where I'd gone, it was winter. And you know how your hands kind of like shrink a little bit yep. when it's winter time? And I'd been sleeping and I woke up. Oh, my god! And I didn't notice when I'd lost it. So I might have lost it like before I got on the plane. But I always used to play with it. And then I went to play with it and oh, it wasn't there. Oh, that's the worst. Feeling. Yeah. It was this beautiful ruby ring. So oh. probably that. I can't really think of anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm. What about you, Thomas? I don't know. I, like I'm, I'm very non-sentimental with stuff. Me too. I don't care about stuff that much. But I can think of three things. Two of them are bikes. I had, I've had two bikes stolen in my life, mm. and I loved both of those bikes. Uh, and then another one is a pair of shoes that I got given when I was like 10 years old. Um, they were original more up tempos like w- when they had first come out. And uh, the, the person that gave them to me, their son had moved back to America, and so they gave them to me, and I just – I had no friends at the time and I was bullied heaps and it just made me feel special wearing these shoes. That's cool. So they, they meant something to me then. Did you lose them? No, I just grew out of them. I just don't have mm. them anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a very sentimental person either. I know you are, Bridget. You're the first yeah. person I've realised that was like really sentimental about things. Yeah. Um, what's another thing? See, I, I like to have very few things, but I like to know exactly where those things are. So it's like that Rubik's Cube, for example. I'd never touch it. It just sits there. But if that was gone, I'd be really upset. Yeah. I know what I'm doing, April 1. <laughs> Finding a new house. <laughs> uh. All right. Uh, this one might be a bit harder. Maybe we'll just do these two and then save the other ones for another time. Mm-hmm. If, you had to re- if you could relive one day of your life... What day would it be and why? The day after my 21st birthday party because that was the last time my whole family, including my extended family, were all together. Hmm. Cue the sentimental stuff. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And that was when we were living in Bundaberg in this beautiful house near the beach. It was a good time. Mm. Meg, you go. It's a hard one. It's a lot of days in your life. No, come back to me. Actually, mine will probably be the first day I started working at Zero. <laughs> Tom Bro's like, this is your last. <laughs> uh, what would mine be? I don't know. I, my mind immediately jumps to sporting moments. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. How about we all think about it and bring it next time? Mm-hmm. I'll write it in the notes next time. All right. I've got to go China. Bye. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening to the Zero Podcast. If you want more information, head to our Instagram, zero underscore weakness. Hit the link in the bio for all of our services and any information on upcoming workshops and events. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review so we can have a broader reach and answer more people's questions. Thank you once more.